the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. Beloved of God, above all things, seek Him. You are His treasure, the love of His heart. Whatever circumstance you are facing, He is faithful to answer. His heart is full of mercy, and He will come and assist you when you call. I know this may sound simple, but I have proof that God is faithful. I am living proof of His faithfulness. You are His treasure, an earthly vessel. You mean absolutely everything to him. Maybe your circumstance is so difficult that you can't possibly see a way out in what you're facing right now. Maybe problems seem insurmountable and the trouble just keeps coming. Maybe you're walking through a circumstance with someone else and you don't even seem to have the words to uplift them or encourage them. God has an answer to every dilemma and the power to bring you through every circumstance. A week ago, the Lord spoke these words to me, teach my people to negotiate with me. That's powerful to be able to negotiate with the Almighty. Who could do that? Only a child of God can negotiate with the Almighty. Remember Abraham when God was about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, but Abraham's nephew Lot was there. Remember how Abraham spoke to the Lord, and he asked him, would you destroy the righteous with the wicked? Would the Lord of all the universe do such a thing? Surely you would not. See, God knew the heart of Abraham. He knew that God was merciful. He knew that God was kind-hearted. He knew that God was forgiving. And he knew that God did not want to destroy the righteous, and that if he presented his case before the Lord, that the Lord would answer For the word of the Lord says, minister unto me, call to remembrance. He wants you to call his promises to his remembrance and minister unto him, that you and him may talk together, that you may negotiate with the Almighty, and he will listen, and he will answer your prayer. You see, this is the year of recompense. This is the year of favor for God's people. I know it sounds odd, but this is what the Lord has said. I will shine upon my people. 
I will pour out my glory upon them. God is going to manifest his power and pour out his glory upon his people. When it seems all is lost and there is great despair, I'll tell you, God will come to your aid. He will come to your side when you call him. He will manifest his great glory and his great power right in the midst of your circumstance. When it seemed all was lost for Israel, when they were under the power of the Roman Empire, a Savior appeared to Israel. Christ himself was born. When the children of Israel were at the Red Sea and Pharaoh was bearing down on them in hot pursuit to bring them back into captivity and take them back into Egypt, Remember, God opened the Red Sea. He parted the waters for them to cross. And Pharaoh's army was drowned trying to follow them across. When the king ordered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be thrown into the fire that was turned up seven times hotter, an angel of the Lord appeared in the fire with them. And they could not be burned. They lived. They were taken out of the fire. And they weren't touched by even a flame. Oh, I'm telling you, God will do mighty things when we have faith and we believe in him. Oftentimes, it seems at the lowest point, God manifests his power. There is no shortage or limitation in heaven. God is all powerful himself. Don't look around and judge your circumstances by the world. You look to heaven and look to God to reveal himself to you. You see, he wants to reveal his power and manifest his glory. This is the church's greatest hour right now where we are standing. Let the show begin. God is about to manifest his greatest power. He is about to do his greatest miracles. And his name is going to receive more fame than ever before. Heaven isn't in the midst of a pandemic. Heaven doesn't have a coin shortage. Heaven doesn't have any kind of shortage for that matter. God is unlimited in his power and his resources. I'm not saying that you aren't going through something. I want to share something with you. The reason many can't give themselves as a living sacrifice to God, because they've never endured anything. They don't persevere for a time. When difficult times come, instead, when we're going through something, we have to be able to still rejoice in the Lord. We must say, rejoice not over me, all my enemy. Rejoice not over me, my enemy. When I fall, I shall rise. When I sit in darkness, instead of using their faith and calling on God, they fold up. Do you know what I mean by that? They give up. They go through, but they don't come out. He didn't say that we would not weep, that we would not know despair. But he did say weeping can only endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. He can turn our weeping to joy. We must take this attitude. Rejoice not over me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall rise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. Micah 7 to 8. This is the attitude God wants us to have. Jesus took the victory for us. Now let us enforce this great victory. Have you ever seen someone who they complain so much that they complain when they're going through something? They complain when they're not going through anything. They complain before they go through something. They're always complaining. They never make it out. They never come out. The Israelites went on an 11 day journey. And it took them 40 years. The word of the Lord says, 
when they came out of Egypt. He led them by the Red Sea. He guided them by a cloud and by the fire. He gave them water and food. But they kept on rebelling against him. They complained. And they did not put their trust in the Almighty, even though he had brought them out of Egypt, out of bondage. They rebelled against God. They didn't remember his ways. They were grumbling and rebelling. And they did not think or meditate on the what God had done or on his mighty ways. Nor did they consider their sin. They complained against God. Their focus was on themselves. They were rebellious. And this leads us to a place right where we're going through when this happens. And we can go through the same situation for years. And not come out. The children of Israel in Exodus complained. They complained about Moses negotiating their release and Pharaoh becoming harder on them. They complained about the bitter waters. They complained about being hungry. They even complained after manna was sent from heaven. They complained so much that finally God said, because you have murmured in my ear, I will give you what you have murmured for. So on the journey, many of them died. They never made it to the promised land. They died during the 40 years. They never made it out of the wilderness. It's easy to go through and not come out. But if you persevere, if you keep your eyes on God and thank him for what he is doing during your trials and be like Job. Job didn't believe that God would do anything bad to him. Job knew the way out of his trials was trusting God and believing in God. Even though it was difficult, he persevered. He never turned away from God. He never turned his back on God, even in all of his losses. Job persevered. He kept his love for God in sight. Job went through, but he came out. When you persevere, you come out of the trial with a new level of understanding. Right at the end of the book of Job, he says something mighty, something that shows us that Job ascended to a new level, that his relationship with God had changed because during his trial, as he persevered, he said, I have heard of you with the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. Job's spiritual eyes were truly open now, and he had a new relationship with God. He had a new understanding of God. God turned his weeping into joy, and Job was a living sacrifice. First Peter 5 and 10, after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ himself, he will restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. God repaid Job. Everything Job lost was restored. He received twice for what he had lost. And he will repay. He will repay you for every pain and every suffering that you have gone through. When you call upon his mighty name, he will give you double for your shame. He will establish you. Instead of your shame, he will give you a double portion. Instead of disgrace, he will give you something to rejoice over. He will give you inheritance. So you will inherit a double portion in your land. And everlasting joy will be yours Isaiah 6 and 7. I have gone through trials so intense that when I was younger, 
my hands would shake. And even though my hands were shaking, I would reach for my Bible with trembling hands. Yes, my hands were trembling, but I was still reaching. I learned to turn to God in the hottest trial and the most difficult trials of my entire life. I learned to count on God when a child was dying. I counted on God or my husband was in coma. I counted on God when I had a small business that was flourishing and suddenly the nation was in recession. I counted on God when I had a child overseas that I couldn't reach. I counted on God when a child was missing for a time. I counted on God when the doctor gave me a disappointing medical report. I counted on God. And so consequently, yes, I went through but I came out and he turned my tears to joy. He turned my weeping to victory because I was able to come through. I didn't just go through. I came out. Praise God. I want to share with you just a short story for a moment. I remember some years ago, and I was raising my children and they were just little bitty children. You know, you could say, you know, they're under your feet at that point because they're so small. And my husband and I, I'm telling you, we had success on every hand and we were happy. We were a happy marriage. We were a happy family. The children were happy. Well, out of nowhere, my health began to deteriorate and I began to lose muscle tone. And I had to be about 27, 28 years old. And I noticed that at first, you know, I was losing muscle tone, but I wasn't that worried about it. I thought maybe exercise or something would help me, but nothing seemed to help. And I continued to deteriorate physically. And as my muscle tone began to just just decrease, my body became weak and I was losing energy. I went to the doctor and he ran a series of blood tests that morning. And after he ran the blood test, he came back into the room and his eyes looked so sad as I sat there waiting and, and I looked up at him and, and he said these words to me. He said, I don't understand. I, I just don't understand this. He said, I have all kinds of patients coming here. And some of them that come in here, I know they're probably doing illegal things. I know they're doing wrong things. I, I know they are. I can tell. He said, but then somebody like you comes in here. Somebody like you comes in and something like this happens. You know, he said, and those people doing what they're doing, they have perfect health. But then this happens to someone like you. I said, what happens? What do you mean? He said, your test results. And he looked at me. He was so sad. And it looked like he just had tears in his eyes, just ready to fall. And he said, he said, you know, he said, your test results. He said, I can't tell you which one it is. He said, but you either have muscular dystrophy, multiple sclerosis, or you have cancer. And I said, what are you talking about? Why are you saying that? What does that mean? Why are you saying that to me? He said, it's in your blood. He says, it's in your test results. He said, I cannot tell you which one it is. He said, you'll have to see a specialist and they'll have to narrow it down. But I'm telling you, it's one of these three. And after he said those words to me, I was as upset as he was. I left his office. Live I was so discouraged. Call. Every I was Saturday morning at 730 a.m. Central Time. I called by calling Daniels, whom I was studying under at the time. And she was my mentor. She was teaching me prayer and teaching me the word of God, teaching me about God. Well, she prayed for me that day. See, I remember there were phone booths in those days. And I stopped at the phone booth. I couldn't wait to get home. And he was only around the corner from the house. But I had to get to her right away and she prayed and she prayed for me a strong prayer but nothing happened 
I didn't get any better. And so a few weeks later, I flew to where she was, and I went to the church, and the bishop prayed over me, but nothing happened. My body continued to deteriorate. I was losing muscle tone, and I was losing it rapidly. And then one day, something came to my remembrance. I remember a lady that was dying in the hospital. She had had a car accident, and I I heard her speak, and she had said that she had a car accident, and the doctor came to her one evening, and she was in bed at the hospital, and she had five little children at home, and the doctor told her that he had a bad report. He said that every day her body was sloughing off bone. The bone was being decreased in her body, the bone mass, and he told her, he said, you can't live like this. You'll not survive. And he said... He left her room, and he had been staying at the foot of the bed, and when he left, she said she just laid there looking, just staring where he had been standing, and she didn't have any answers. But she said she turned to God, and she told God that if he would allow her to go home and allow her to be well and go home and raise her five children, that she would serve God for the rest of her days. And God answered her prayer when I was hearing her message. And at that moment, when God called this to my memory, I turned to the Lord in an instant and I said, Lord, if you would allow me to raise my little boys. See, I knew my husband couldn't do this alone. I said, if you would allow me to raise my little boys so that they don't have to grow up without me, they don't have to grow up without a mother. I said, Lord, if you would save me, if you would heal me and allow me to raise my little children, I'll serve you all the days of my life. And I'll tell you, A long story short, I wasn't given any medication. I didn't receive another medical report. I'll just say this. The Lord himself, he healed me. My body began to restore with muscle tissue, with muscle mass. And I raised my children. And I tell you, they're grown now. And I serve the Lord. I serve him all the days of my life. And I'll do that until the end of this life. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. I want to tell you that when you go through a trial and you persevere, God is looking for those that will persevere. He will restore you. He will establish you. He will give you double honor for your shame, for what you have gone through. God is a rewarder for those who diligently serve him. The Bible says his eyes move to and fro watching the earth, looking for the one that he can show himself strong to. Well, I want to tell you that day. The Lord found me and he knew that he could show himself strong to me. And I want to tell you that God restored me to perfect health. I believe my body was stronger after that than it was before that. Oh, even Christ himself, he suffered. God sent him and he suffered. He suffered for you and I, but he went through his suffering And because he went through, he came out and he came out with a double portion reward. 
The Bible says in Philippians 2, 6 to 7, who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but he made himself of no reputation and he took upon him the form of a servant who was made in the likeness of men. And there's a version that says it just a little bit simpler, whom though he was God, did not demand and cling to his rights as God, but laid himself aside his mighty power and glory, taking the disguise of a slave and becoming like men. Jesus placed himself in the same situation as he cares for you. Praise God. I want to pray for you for just a moment today. Gracious Father, we humble ourselves before seeking your holy face. Humble ourselves before you. Many are facing circumstances and they can't see a way out, O oh Lord. But you, O oh God, and in your infinite mercy, you have a way out. You have a divine plan for every life, Lord. And today, O oh God, Father of all, I ask you to answer the needs of those of those praying with me that I'm praying for today. O oh Father, meet every need exceedingly and abundantly above what they're asking and hoping for. Through Christ Jesus, reach forth, O Father, and bless, save, restore, bring back to life, supply, bring recompense, transfer wealth, O God, Jehovah, God, God of all the universe. Today, I ask you to do what seems impossible for someone who is listening today that thinks that you do not hear, that you are far off, that you do not see their circumstance, O God. I ask you to do these things. If I be your servant, Lord, I ask you to meet their needs, Lord. I ask you, O Father, God of all the universe, I ask you, Lord, to meet their need exceedingly and abundantly above their expectations, O God. And now, O Lord, because we have prayed together, I speak and agree with them, knowing they are agreeing with me right now, Lord. And I know because your heart is so merciful. That because we have prayed together, that it is done. In Jesus' mighty name, for the word of the Lord says, because we know that you hear us, we know we have the petitions that we place before you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I want you to go on and shout now because you have what's been prayed over you. Take heart in praying because I'm praying for our listeners, I'm praying and you're going to see mighty results of what has been prayed over you today. God answers prayers and I want you to contact me. I want you to go to our website with your praise report and you can send an email. Uh, you can let us know what God has done for you as we pray for you. I'm going to be praying for you Every week when I come on the line, I'm going to pray for you when I bring forth a message at the end of the message, there is ministry contact information of how you can contact the ministry. The word of the Lord is powerful. And I want to tell you that we're praying for you and we want to hear your praise report. Joan and I are excited. This ministry has been going on for years. We are seeing miracles and signs and wonders as prayer requests are coming to us over the Internet. You can join us live on the conference line as you go to our website www.prayersheardinheaven.org you can go there and you can get the phone number to come on the conference line you can turn in your prayer request live with us we're on there Saturday morning at 7 30 a.m central time 
Praise God. We're also on the conference line every morning at 6.30 a.m. And we would like to hear from you. We'd like to pray for you. You can come on the line even if you have emergency requests. We'll stop and pray on that line for you personally. Praise God. We want to know what's going on in your life. We want to know what you're facing that we can pray for you. Because Christ himself has identified with all that we face every temptation. He was tempted. He's seen every suffering in every form of suffering. Jesus identified with our pain. He laid down his glory and became man to live in the flesh just like us. And every human way, he was just like us. Hebrews 2, 14 and 17. For as much then as the children are partakers of the flesh and the blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power over death, that is the devil, and deliver them from the fear of death for all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham, whereunto in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be merciful and a faithful high priest and things pertaining to God and to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. We have a high priest that intercedes for us both day and night. I'm Valerie Sneed, prayers heard in heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.